Howdy. What's going on? Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. It is heard live every day, by the way, from noon until 3 on WBT Radio in Charlotte. And if you want exclusive content, invitations to events, the weekly live stream, my daily show prep with links, become a patron. Go to the PeteCallanerShow.com. This podcast is also supported by North Carolina businesses, so please consider supporting them. Try not to skip through their short ad. Make sure you hit the subscribe button to get every episode for free right to your smartphone or tablet. And thanks so much for your support. Pete Callender here. Thanks a lot for hanging out. I appreciate it. Feeling better by the day. Only half as intoxicated on the day quilt today as I was yesterday. So it's, it's a process. You just got to wean yourself off. Uh, all right, uh, you can email Pete at the Pete What the hell is going on at Cats? What? Seriously. What? Like, I, all right, I realize I haven't been here to monitor cats, you know, for like nine years. All right, that's not my fault. But apparently, um, like, the last, I remember Ron Tober was in charge, and uh, they got the half-cent sales tax passed. They're building the, the, the light rail line. I come back. And uh, the entire South End uh, is now packed with millennials and homeless people uh, and uh, people doing the burnouts and wheelies. And there's a whole area they're calling Loso and Freemore West and Mo Raw and all these different crazy areas. I know that's not really transit related, but it is kind of transit related. But what is going on with cats? They had a derailment apparently in May and they just told city council about it. Last night, there was a derailment. Do you know, like, there are no no leaders at Cats now? They ha- they've got an interim CEO. He's like an assistant. I think he's an assistant city manager, Brent Cagle. And he went over to Cats back on December 1. So he's been there like 90 days. They apparently, they put their COO, the chief operating officer, Alan Smith, they put him on administrative leave without pay. The CFO left late November, early December. And so they, they borrowed somebody else from another department to be doing the CFOing, I think is what the technical term for that position is. Um, and then we find out there was a derailment. <laughs> there was a derailment. Oh, and yeah, when did they uh, when did they go ahead and hire that uh, company, this this uh, rad tep DV, whatever it's called. So now they can collectively bargain with the employees. Like that seems like a bad idea. Who let that happen? If only, I don't know. All right. I'm just going to spitball some ideas here real quick. How about, well, really just one. How about we put in place some people to oversee the Charlotte area transit system? Right? How about we put some people in place to oversee it, and the way we would put them in place, we could do elections. So people who live inside city limits would be able to vote on, uh, I don't know, we'll call it like a council of some kind. And we'll put these people in place, and then they will provide oversight to the Charlotte area transit system, or CATS. What do you think? We could have them up for election every few years or so. Um, 
like every couple years. Now you got to watch out because sometimes they get a little power hungry when you when you put people in these types of positions. So I've heard that uh, they start asking for longer terms, more money. They want to entrench themselves and become sort of like a career council member. Uh, so you got to watch out for that. I love how Charlotte City Council hears this presentation last night and is completely unaware <laughs> of what's going on at Cats, as if it's not their job to ride herd on these Cats people. Since COVID, ridership is down. And there are all sorts of reasons for this. This is not just a Charlotte-specific issue with uh, with transportation, mass transit. Um since COVID, ridership has declined. And maybe that's because everybody went out and got cars with their COVID checks, those sweet, sweet rescue plan dollars. I don't know. Uh, we're paying for it now, right? No, it's as if, look, we made this prediction at the height of the pandemic with the helicopter cash as it was getting pushed out the, the side of the helicopter door. We were saying, this is not free money, right? This is going to have an impact on the economy, this is going to cause inflation, and that's where we are now. We have arrived. The check has now landed on the table. You've dined, you've gotten fat and stuffed on all of the sweet COVID relief money and the building back better money and the inflation reducing inflation uh, money, all of it. So we, we we got fat on it, and now check is due. And oh, I, I, I seem to have misplaced my wallet. <laughs> I don't have enough money to pay for all of this. So ridership has declined. They got staffing vacancies increasing, although they say now it's stabilized, but they they still have lots of vacancies. And there were safety concerns among the bus drivers, predominantly. Morale was terrible. Morale was just terrible at Charlotte Area Transit. And so remember, they forced out the other guy. Let me jump over here to this is the uh, WSOC TV story. Joe Bruno's report, a cat's light rail vehicle derailed in May 2022 due to a faulty bearing. This seems like a problem. (laughs) There's a faulty bearing in all of our light rail cars. Every one of them. 42 light rail cars remain at risk of it happening again, said Brent Cagle, the interim CEO for Charlotte Area Transit Authority. Wait, did they change their name? It's now CATA? Is it now CATA? Charlotte Area Transit Authority or Charlotte Area Transit System. Is it authority? Is it an authority? I like cats better than CATA. Although it does open up the possibility for a new a new vehicle that would look like a log and you could, yeah, like a flume. It would look like a, like a flume ride, but on land, uh, like on the street, right? Like a big log carved out, like massive. I'm talking bus size log big. And then you have a big cutout in the middle of it. And so you could like a, like the, you know, like the double decker tour buses. And then you have like, People sitting, so you would be open air, right? So you would be sitting in there like convertible, you know? And you'd sit in the log, and you could drive around, and it would be the catalog. It'd be the catalog. You could take that. If you're going to, look, if you've changed your name to Cata versus Cats, I don't know, maybe just a typo. 
Anyway, the public had no idea. Charlotte City Council members had no clue. Cagle says he found out two weeks ago. And now everybody's got even more questions. Yeah, my question, mainly just one, what the hell is happening over at Katz? Who's been, who, has, who has fallen asleep on the job besides apparently all three of the top management? I don't count, uh, I'm not counting Brent Cagle. He just got there. He's the new guy. He just walked in the door. He's like, holy cow. He's, the, he's like the dog that walks into the burning room. You know, that little gif, that cartoon or whatever you see on, on the social media. He's walking. He's sipping coffee. This is fine. Like, that's, that's Brent Cagle. He, like, walks in. The whole place is on fire. Council member Renee Johnson said, I think I could speak for council that we did not know about this. So that's concerning. Yeah. Yeah, that's concerning. Now, last week, Channel 9 reported that the CATS COO, Alan Smith, was placed on administrative leave without pay. And I'm trying to imagine, I'm trying to think of the last time I have heard of a Charlotte City official, like a bureaucrat, a government employee that has been put on leave without pay. And I cannot think of a single instance. So that's a big deal. All right, a couple of uh, messages and emails and all the like on the Twitter machine. I got a message from Jeff. He says, Pete, the the rebranding of CATS to CATA, C-A-T-A, is yet another example of the brilliant forward thinking of our city leaders. They're just getting out in front of future derailments here. Now, when future train cars go flying off the tracks, they can just change the name to Catapults. Bam! Yeah, so, look, I don't... All right, what I think has happened here is that I think that the story at WSOC-TV mislabeled or misnamed, uh, they dead-named, essentially, uh, the Charlotte Area Transit System as the Charlotte Area Transit Authority. And I don't think it's an authority. I think it's just a system. Because authority, I think, has its own authority, right? I think it's got its own operational structure and taxing uh, authority, whatever, its own governance and that sort of thing. Uh, I'm not aware of of the change. And throughout the rest of the story, they keep calling it CATS. So I don't know why you would call it CATS if it's been renamed to CATA. CATA. But if it's CATA, I offered already up the, uh, the catalog which would be like a flume log kind of uh, uh, public transportation uh, vehicle, look like a big log. And this then also opened up a whole uh, realm of possibilities here. So during the break, Chris and Bernie and I were kind of brainstorming some ideas here. And we've got a list. I will add to the list the catapult um, that was uh, offered up there by, uh, by Jeff. So we got the catalog. We got the catapult. Um, I've got a message here on uh, the Twitter machine as well. This is from Eric. Pete, what about a wall-shaped vehicle? A wall-shaped vehicle. So you could have a cattle wall, perfect for all the cattle walling coming from their union that's totally not a union or ever engaged in work stoppages. There you go. Cattle walling. Yeah, I like it. You could also sell advertising. It's the perfect surface area for it, right? Big billboards, you just ride. It would look like a wall, cattle walling. Yeah, what's up with that union? The smart union, that's the name of the union, smart, which I don't even know what it stands for, but I mean, kudos to you on the acronym there. But um, yeah, they, they, they have collective bargaining power against the, the management company 
See, because you can't collectively bargain as a public sector union, right? You can't do that in North Carolina. We're right to work state, no collective bargaining. But because we hired this management company, they were able to collectively bargain with the union. Isn't that fancy? Huh? Yeah, we need to fire the management company. They need to be city employees. No more collective bargaining. Sorry, guys. Um, oh, if, we, if we're going to go the route of the, the catalog with the flume-like vehicle, Chris offered up catamaran. And this is also a brilliant idea, but I think it requires real kind of progressive forward thinking on this sort of thing. I say we flood the streets. We got to flood all the streets and then we've got the catamarans and we've got the catalogs and they float around and we're like Venice, which will be a boon for tourism, right? See that? I'm multidimensional here, right? We're coming at it from all different angles, right? We got the tourism angle coming in. You flood the streets. You can have the log flumes, the catalog. Uh, you have like people like the gondolas, right? And, but they would be log flumes. They'd be catalogs. You know, and the 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 guy steering in with the striped shirt and the hat and a little pencil mustache, um, they would be cat's employees. Whether they be, I guess they would be cat employees, cat please, maybe. We also have some ideas for for bars and for beverages. It, it, the possibilities here are limitless. All right. Are you prepared for a disaster? Do you need some advice? Are you looking for a military surplus that's real? Well, for more than three decades, the answer has been Old Grouch's Military Surplus in downtown Clyde. It is an old school, traditional store. It's got a mix of modern and vintage items. See my friend Tim. He'll hook you up. He gets new stuff in all the time. American made because it's real military surplus. Camo, shirts, hats, customized dog tags, gear, Old Grouches on Main Street, downtown Clyde, across the street from the anti-aircraft gun. The shop is open Monday through Saturday and all the time at oldgrouch.com. Uh, we're tackling the weighty topic of what the hell is wrong over at Cats. What has gone on? What? Who's in charge? What in the world? After last night's city council meeting, we learned... Uh, at the meeting that there was a train derailment, uh, a light rail train in the blue line down the south end back in May. Um, back in May. And yes, I'm also having some fun. No, they're not changing their uh, they're not changing their name. It does not appear that they are changing their name. Um, it appears that the hang on a second. Somebody uh, where was it on Twitter? Yeah. Jonathan says, I'm a little late tuning in. I heard about the car turning over. Are they really changing the name? From cats to kata. Uh, no, I don't. Okay. Maybe. No, I'm just kidding. No, I I think it was just a, I think it was just a, uh, not a typo, but an error uh, in, in the piece over at WSOCTV.com in their story. They call it the Charlotte Area Transit Authority. And I don't, I, I don't know if that's what it is. I mean, uh, their Twitter handle, it still says cats. All of the, all the materials still say cats. Everything still says cats. But if it was Cata, I'm just saying there's some there's some really big opportunities. Like for example, uh, you know, we, we came up with the name uh, for a bar because uh, you know with the tourism from the flooded streets for the yeah uh, yeah. So now you have you got bars you can call like Cataclysm. That's a good one, Cataclysm. Um, 
you can uh, you, you got swag you can hand out on the uh, on the, the the catalogs on the on the boats or the catamarans, right? You you can hand out little combs, little Charlotte combs, ah, catacombs. Get your catacombs here. There you go. At the Cataclysm Bar, you can get the catatonic. That's the drink, the official drink of the Charlotte Area Transit Authority. Look, there's so many ways to market this, and maybe then people will become aware once you flood their streets and make them uh, boat everywhere, they will now be aware that the mass transit uh, exists. Um, I've got audio. Gosh, I'm going to run out of time here. All right, I got audio. I have audio. Uh, this is Brent Cagle from last night. Cats needs to embark upon an aggressive bus replacement program we have approximately 300 buses yeah and approximately 30 percent of those are over the fta designated useful life we have to start reinvesting in our fleet Um, we must immediately implement rail fleet major maintenance program and enter into service agreements to ensure the fleet is properly maintained wait you guys haven't been maintaining the fleets didn't they build a whole big bus station and a train station? They had to fix the stuff and maintain the stuff. And what, what have you guys been doing? How have you not have you not been replacing the buses? I thought I thought you were replacing buses. I thought you were buying all the hybrid buses. That's when I left. Okay, eight years, nine years ago, I remember you guys were doing all of these ribbon cuttings with the big pair of scissors. You were like, "Look at the buses, the hybrid buses. Oh, we're so environmentally conscious." We're using slave labor in the Congo and stuff. Look at us. We care about the earth. So, like, you guys have been touting all of these new buses. What Now we found out that a third of the bus fleet is beyond its useful life? So they're going to have to go on some bus buying binge, which, I don't know, they really, I mean, the performance so far, it has inspired confidence, for me at least. In what Katz is doing and the city council's ability uh, to ride herd over the cats. Really? And then let's see here. Cagle uh, says that there was a train derailment. Yeah, here was him telling the council that there was a train derailment uh, back in May. Uh, maybe you heard about it, but probably not. We worked with NCDOT and Siemens to understand the root cause of that derailment. And the root cause has been identified as a faulty bearing, uh, main axle bearing. That bearing is present on all of the fleet. Sweet. That's awesome. It's on every single one of the cars. Oh, and guess what? There are three of them on every car. Oh, and guess what? They can't do the work here. They got to, yeah, they got to send them to California, apparently. Increased inspection of the vehicles. We are also currently operating on a 35 mile an hour speed um, maximum on the blue line. And we will continue to do that. So the, so what that means is the blue line vehicles will go no faster than 35 miles an hour mm-hmm. at any given point. Mm-hmm. We can maintain our current Sista, our current schedule, our current headways, uh, operating on that. We've actually been operating with the 35-mile-an-hour maximum speed for about a week and a half, um, and we can maintain current schedule. So we are doing all those things to mitigate, and we are working with Siemens to expedite the repairs. Wait, all right. I got questions. Hang on a second. 
You've been doing the 35-mile-an-hour cap for a week and a half. The derailment was back in May. I don't know how long it took to investigate to find out it was this main bearing on, on each of the three axles, apparently, on every single car, all 42 of them. They all have to be replaced. Okay. When did you find that out? Don't know. But obviously... That maybe it was two weeks ago. Maybe it was a month ago. Whatever. But that's when they started rolling slower so as to not get these bearings too hot. That's the idea. You know, if the faster they go, uh, the hotter they get, kind of like me. And uh, when that happens, then it breaks down and then they, it, it seizes. It locks up because the, the bearings are, uh, there's like some lubrication around it and it, it fails. It, it, and then it just locks up. And then, whoa, train jumps the track. Because the axle doesn't turn anymore. So, okay, um, what's been going on for the last May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December, January, February, 10 months? What's been going on the last 10 months? Before we dialed it down to 35 miles an hour, so the train was running, all those trains were running over 35 an hour? All the people that were riding the trains... We're on potential derailment death traps. Is that, is that, should I not ask that question? What? Also, here's another question. 35 miles an hour. He just says, and I trust him on this, but I have questions. Uh, like you say 35 miles an hour, you're going to cap it at 35 miles an hour, but you're still going to be able to maintain your schedule when you were running at speeds of 45 miles an hour. Okay. How is that possible? How is it possible that you are able to maintain your schedules when you're running 10 miles an hour slower. That doesn't make sense. When your average speed was 45 miles an hour, and now it's going to be no more than 35 miles an hour, that's carry the seven. That's the, that's 10 miles an hour slower, right? So if you add that up over the course of an hour, that means you're not traveling 10 miles that you otherwise would have. So how are you maintaining your schedule? Somebody's math is not correct here. <laughs> I don't, I, it could be mine. Look, do not underestimate my ability to, to mess up the math. But seriously, how do you reduce your, how do you reduce the speeds by 10 miles an hour and then say, but don't worry, the, the, the schedules are, are not going to change at all. That's kind of weird. It's not going to impact transit times. It does raise the question, though, of at 35 miles an hour, how long is it going to take these trains to get to California to get fixed? That's going to take a long time. It's like, yeah, I mean, that's 35 miles an hour. It's like 100 hours, right? Running nonstop all the way to California. I mean, you got to lay the lines down to the tracks first, obviously, but... By the way, email is Pete at the Pete show.com. I do have emails. I'm going to get to uh, Charlotte Observer reports that uh, this report uh, was made last night to the Charlotte City Council uh, after they brought in a company called Management Partners Consultant. Um, they asked the company to review the Charlotte Transit Agency in uh, last summer. A priority for the transit agency moving forward is replacing those trains and buses. About 90 buses, or 30% of the city's 300 bus fleet, are beyond their useful life and need to be replaced. In November, John Lewis, 
resigned as CEO after a year of staffing shortages, declining ridership, violence on buses, and reduced ride frequency. Last week, WBTV reported Cat's Chief Operating Officer Alan Smith was placed on administrative leave with no pay. Bus drivers, represented by Smart Union, approved a contract with their management company, RATPDEV USA, thus avoiding a strike. I got a, a message on that, too. In an effort to quell transit woes, Katz is expected to accept proposals for a different company to manage its bus system, replacing RATPDEV. It's a weird name. It's R-A-T-P-DEV USA. It's a weird name. But, I mean, honestly, kind of hard to trust a company with RAT right in the name. Just right there at the beginning. The city has not yet started soliciting proposals, uh, according to the website, uh, Charlotte City Council members met with local lawmakers, by the way, on Friday in part to lobby for an increased sales tax to fund CATS expansion, which includes an east-west rail line, too. And I think they've proven they can really run a system well, don't you? No. Stan says, Pete, not breaking anything while you're gone does not apply to CATS or, for that matter, anything else local government runs as uh, all that was broken and beyond repair when you got here. Fair enough. Uh, John says, Pete, did the cat's light rail actually turn over? No, it did not. As far as I know, a derailment is just, it, yeah, just like jump tracks, right? The wheel locked up and it, it came off the track. Um, I know in our mind, when we hear derailment, we think of train crash, but I think technically derailment just means the wheels came off the rail. Why is there actual damage to a light rail train or did one of the car wheels just jump the track not to make light of it because it could create a catastrophe indeed <clears throat> no it, it it could if it's rolling along you got people on board it jumps the track at the wrong spot now they say they're monitor they're able to monitor they got the temperatures and stuff so they they know how hot it can run before it poses a problem so they're going to keep it you know limited um, that's why they're not going to run it as fast so as to avoid uh, this very kind of uh, uh, catastrophe from occurring. Um, now, on the, on the union, why are, we, why are we doing collective bargaining? Well, just like everything else, uh, everything else government touches, it's turned to crap. Um, when federal funds are used to acquire, improve, or operate a mass transit system, federal law requires arrangements to protect the interests of mass transit employees. There you go. Thank you, Gary. To be eligible for federal funds, transit workers have to be represented by collective bargaining. Thus, we have to have the management company. So we got the sweet, sweet federal dollars. Thank you, China. Uh, we got the sweet, sweet federal dollars, and it came with strings attached. And now uh, they get to collectively bargain, and they get to hold us hostage, and they get to go on strike. Awesome job. Um. Dan says, Pete, I am not a railroad car repairman, but one could only assume that there's surely a less expensive way to fix these faulty rail cars without having to send them to California. Clearly, there's a buck to be made in that hoax. As for Cata and naming rights, my favorite summer cocktail would soon become the gin and Cata tonic. I agree. Pre-COVID, Jay says, pre-COVID, I traveled to Baltimore frequently. Um... On up there, a commercial ran on TV touting the partnership between Siemens and Charlotte and our light rail. Greatest thing since sliced bread. <laughs> oh, and by the way, they're out of warranty. 
The bearings are failing, but we can't get Siemens to replace them for us. So we got to do it. Yeah, they're out of warranty. Oh, the extended warranty.